Hashem, we continue with Chesam at base in the top. Rav Avio. Okay, we are on top of Chesam at base, and the Gemara tells us as follows. Rav Avio Cholosh. Rav Avio gets sick. He didn't go to the base Medrash to hear the Shear of Rav Yosef. So Rav Yosef was the Roshiva. Lamachor, the next day, he also, when he came to the base Medrash, Boabayla Anuche died Rav Yosef. Abayla wanted to comfort Rav Yosef that he should not be uncomfortable in, in, in Tsar, uh, the fact that Rav Avio didn't come to the Shear. So first of all, what do you see over here? Number one, you see, is someone doesn't come to a shiur. Who are we talking about? Are we talking about children? Right? We're talking about the great Rav Yosef. There's yeshiva. We're in the Gemara over here. And yet still, Abayi says, let me find a way and make sure I don't, that he doesn't feel bad for the fact that the Rav Avi didn't come to the shiur. So he didn't do something to appease him. And in fact, when you see later on in the Gemara, and this Ambud, halfway down, that one of the things a person has to make sure he doesn't do, he doesn't offend his chaverim. He doesn't offend his friends. Amr lay my time Why didn't you come to the shear of the Rosh Hashiva of Rav Yosef? Amr lay Ravavi said, I wasn't up my I wasn't feeling well. My heart wasn't well. I wasn't feeling well. That's why I wasn't able to come. So Abai figures I have a very simple solution what he should have done. Amalei, Abayi says, So why don't you eat something? Eat a little food and you come, you'll be fine. Amalei, Rav Avi says back, One second. Don't you, don't you hold and agree to that which Rav Huna said? It's also for a person to taste anything before he davens Musaf. So why are you suggesting that I should have tasted something and come to the shear? Now, Rav Yosef gave a shear before Musaf. Okay? So, I couldn't taste anything. So, you know what Abayi says back to, to Rav Avi? He says, you know what you should have done? You should have davened B'yechidus, tasted a little, another, finished davening Musaf, eat something, and then come to the shear. So, this way you don't offend Rav Yosef. One second, but don't you hold that which Rabbi Yechon has said? Well, what's what Rabbi Yechon say? It's also for a person to daven before the tzibur davens. No, so in other words, I, I can't take your suggestion of davening earlier because Rabbi Yechon says you know how to do that. So Amalei says, no, that's not the pshat. Lavit Allah. Omar Rabbi Abba. That's when we're talking about a case. That's B'tzibur, Shon. Okay, that's B'tzibur. But you, I told you, do the B'chidus. In other words, if you're diving with a minion, you can't jump ahead and dive before them. Okay? You can't go jump ahead and dive before them. What did I suggest you should do? I suggest you should go dive B'chidus. So this way, you'll eat something, you'll come to the shear. Now you have to know, saying, uh, does dive B'chidus override come to the shear? Okay. The Gemara comes out that the Allah is not like Rafuno and the Allah is not like Rishim and Lady. The Gemara clarifies the Allah is not like Rafuno. 
that we said that Allah is not like Rafuna it said Asul Adam Shalitaim Klum Lifnay Tosmosov. But rather is a person is permitted to taste. And the focus here is the word litam taste. Not that you could eat a meal, but taste. No, Allah is also not like Rav Shimon Levi, the Amar of Shimon Levi, Kevin Shekiyaz man feels a mincha. Once a time, if feels a mincha comes, also lay laodim shit and klum, it's also for a person to taste anything. Kayin shi spalot feels a mincha before he tastes, before he davens feels a mincha. Now, once again, the emphasis is on the taste. Allah is not like them that you're not, that it's also the taste. You're allowed to taste, but you should not have a meal once a time of the meal of the davening comes. Fine. We now begin a new Mishnah. What's this, the answer? What's your Rabbi say there is a Tfilo to say before we die. It's passed in Shulchan Aruch, Kuf Yud rather, Kuf Yud Sifches. And we should say a Tfilo every day. A Tfilo we should say every day is a Tfilo that when we come to Shul, rather come to learn rather, that you're davening, that you should learning should be a good learning. You should not make fun of anyone. No one should make fun of you. It should be Alpia MS. And when you leave and you finish learning at the end of the day, let's say it's in your house, in the base medrash, you should also say a tefillah, thanking Hashem for the opportunity that you learned. The source of that tefillah is this Mishnah that we're learning right now. Okay? So if you didn't say it yet, have Kavan to say it right now. Zak the Mishnah. This is a Mishnah, this is based on a tefillah from the Chunya Ben Akonah. He would say a tefillah, short tefillah, when he could have came into the shul, and when he, before he would leave the shul as well. What's understanding this tefillah? When I come in to, da- to learn, I would that no mistake should come about through my words, my psaq, my learning. And when I would leave, I give a haidah. I would thank Hashem al chelki. It's Chanukah. Chanukah is the end of a haidah. We're thanking Hashem. So we're going to see a lot of timely conversations over here in this Gemara. Of course, you could say it connects throughout 365 days a year as well. But you could also focus on Chanukah as well. Now, the Gemara says as follows. I'm sorry? Ah, so we're going to see, does it only for you for a dying? Was he a dying? He didn't want any of the of the learning that would come out from his learning that should bring about a mistake. And the truth is, everybody should be saying this, and even more so, if a person does pass Nishailos, it's brought down that he should make sure that he doesn't make a mistake of Tomei Tar, Tomei Tomei, even more so. But everybody should be saying this. Zagd Gemar, Tan when he came in to learn, what would he say? Let it be the will of Hashem, my God. That I should not make a mistake. That, that the Tamidim should not make a mistake in my words. Okay? That the Tamidim should not misunderstand what I say. And I should not make a mistake in the Dvar Halacha. And that my friends should not be laughing over my incorrect sack, I should not say, and that which is tummy, that is tar, and that which is really tar, that is tummy. And not only that, but they should not make a mistake, and I shouldn't come to laugh at them. Sometimes people do things that are funny. 
When he leaves, what does he say? So he's thanking Hashem for the opportunity, for the opportunity to come to learn every day. Just like you say, that you thank Hashem that you're alive, we have to thank Hashem for the opportunity to come to learn. Okay? And Hashem didn't give me as, as in a position of Yeshe Kronos. Now, Yeshe Kronos literally means a Karen is a corner, which sometimes you drive, and unfortunately, it's not too far, too many blocks away from where we live right now, but you, block, you drive some uh, a few streets down the block, and you see people sitting on the corners. Right? You see them, that's, that's what they do. You come back another time, you see them sitting again, still there. Yeshe Kronos is another way of saying people spending their time and wasting their time. Accomplishing zero. Okay? Whether they spend the whole day talking about politics, whether they spend the whole day talking about sports, whether they spend the whole day talking about the weather, whatever it might be, it all adds up to a 100% nothing. Okay? That's the understanding of Yeshe I get up and they get up. I get up and go learn They get up to do nonsense, nothing. I'm sorry? Hadrid, well, yeah, it's also in the Hadrid. Yeah, that's right. It's also at the end. I'm not, you can look at the end of Gemara. It's also at the end where you say, Mikasim. Right? They get up and for Dvar Metalim. I toil and they toil. I work and get reward. And they work and they don't get reward. So the, the question is, I believe the Chavetz Chaim, any performance as well, ask the question, what does it mean they work and they don't get reward? So the understanding is like this. If you've got a job, if you have a job, but you don't produce, and at the end of the day, at the end of the week, at the end of the month, the boss says, okay, could you show me what you produced this past month? And you show nothing. So he says, you know what? You did a very nice job doing nothing. Please don't come back. Okay? What am I hiring? What am I paying you for? To do nothing? However, Kosh Baruch Hu is giving us reward for the effort. For the effort. You sit down to learn a piece of Gemara. You sit down to learn a Rashi in the Chumash. You sit down to learn a Pasuk in Tehillim. And then you're trying to understand what the Pasuk means. And at the end of two, three, four hours, you still have no idea what's going on. HaKadosh Baruch Hu says, you tried, I give you schar for the effort. That's what we're saying over here in this Tefillah. You're accepting, you're thanking Hashem for, for your efforts. Ani rots, they rots him. I run and they run. I'm running to the world for the world to come. But they're running to the depths down in the bottom of Gehenna. Right. Turn on one. So once we discussed Oil Mabba, I'm sorry? It's not so short. No. It could be also if it's 11.30 at night to 12.30 at night and the person's very tired. So, uh, you know, it could be hard to say it, but we have to, we have to, two things we have to do. One is remember that we should say it, but number, number, number two is we have to appreciate the opportunity to learn Torah. That's what we're saying over here. The same way we say a moidani in the morning to appreciate life, to thank life, so too we have to appreciate the opportunity to learn Torah. Now, Tanabon, the says like this, when Rilezer got sick, Okay, Elazar got sick. 
Nichnesu Talmidov Levakre. His Talmidim came in to Mevakre him. To Bikochoylem. So listen, Amruloi, Amruloi, they said to him, Rabbeinu, Lamdeinu Orchus Chai. Teach us the way of life. Now, they, they ask Rabbi Eliezer to teach the way of life and they should merit the Oilam Abba. Now, before we see what he said, two things. Number one is, Rabbi Kiva Eger says, there's not Rabbi Eliezer Godel, but rather, it's Rabbi Eliezer Mazariah. And the previous Amr on the Chavches Amr Aleph was the whole Gemara with Rabbi Eliezer Mazariah, the day that they appointed him as the Nasi, over in Gamaliel, that's all Gemara we just learned in the previous summer. Now, there's, there's also a Gemara in Sanhedrin, I believe it's maybe Samach Vavim and Aleph, that talks over there, or maybe Samach Ches, that talks over there with, with Rabbi Lezak Gold when he was dying, and his Talmudin came to visit him. So maybe that, either you could have two Gemaras talking about the same topic, but that could also be a good raya for Rabbi Lezak Ben Nazario, that this Gemara is Rabbi Lezak Ben Nazario. But it's also a funny question. They're asking him when he's dying to teach us the ways of life. Like, what happened until now? No, I'm saying like, you would think this is a question you'd ask earlier. Well, I'm sorry? Well, but it's two different things. They're asking for the Muslim. Let let him give the Muslim. He can give the Muslim. But they're asking, the the, the question they're asking, it seems like we have another Gemara like this with the Riyach and Zakai. Right? Right, and that's the next Gemara. All I'm saying is that, you know, why be dafka like this, Vishas Pitirosim? They're asking this question. Teach us how to get to Eidam Abba. And who are we talking about over here? We're talking about the great Tanoim. We're not talking about the little children, you know, uh, you know, asking this question. Right? So it's just, just something to be aware of. This question is something to be aware of. You hear what I'm saying, right? Yeah. Okay. Omer Lahem. You have to ask somebody. Okay, you have to ask somebody. We're in the middle of going here. Okay. Omer Lahem. He's haru b'chvayit chavareichem. Ominu b'vneichem minahigoy. So the first thing Rabbi Lezra Gondol said, the first thing Rabbi Lezra Gondol said, is, he's haru, be careful with the honor of your friends. Okay. Step number one. Step number one. Okay, Perkyavis, we have it here also. Be careful with the honor of your friends. Okay. What's the next thing he says? Now, one second. Remember the question. The question was, what should I? What should we do to make sure we get to Olam Haba? So, the first thing he says is, be careful with the honor of your That's number one. Mm-hmm. Number two, he says, Umanu b'neichem ne'egoyim. Ready for this now? Be careful that your children should not be learning too much Tanakh. <laughs> okay, why? Because if they get involved with the psukim too much, they're going to avoid learning Tayr Shabal Peh. This, by the way, comes straight in the face of those who ask the question, what is this new fad that people don't learn this Tanakh and they spend all this time in Gemara? And that is not a new fad, that is an incorrect question to say it's an incorrect question, because it just shows people are not learning Gemara. Because Rabbi Lezer Hagodol here in the Gemara says very clearly, you want to get to Edom Haba? Spend your time learning Gemara. 
Now, that does not mean you should not be learning Torah Nevi'im and Ksuvim. That's not, that's not the Pshat. But the Iker Limud is Torah Which, by the way, Tzchanukah is the Yontif of Torah This is the main, main Melchama that the Yavanim were attacking was Torah Okay, that's not for now. Vaishivum bein birkei talmidei chacham. What else should you do? If your children are not holding my learning Mishnayis yet and Gemara yet, but they shouldn't be learning too much Mikra, Chomish, why? Because it's going to pull them in and then they're going to get only into that. Make sure they spend time by Talmidei chacham. Make sure they spend time learning from the Midas of Talmidei chacham. Bring them to the yeshiva. Bring them to the base medrash. Of course, we're talking about children who are not disturbed. I'm not talking about that. Okay? And let them see the anhogas of the base medrash. And when you daven, remember before you are standing. And to have the proper awe and fear. You follow these rules and you will merit Oilum Haba. This is the word Rabbi Lezra Gadol told his Tamidim. Now, before Rabbi Yechemen Zakai, who was the Rabbi of Rabbi Lezra Gadol, so according to the Gersa that the Gemara has, it's his, it's his Talmud. Okay? So it's interesting how the Gemara first says Rabbi Lezra Gadol, then Rabbi Yechemen Zakai. But, it's similar order, if you look in Sukkah Chavchesim and Aleph, First it talks about Rileza Agadol, then also talks about Rabbi Yochum and Zakai. Okay? So, I don't know. Vaita. Okay, Rabbi Yochum and Zakai. Rabbi Yochum and Zakai got sick. Nichnesu Talmidov Levakra. His Talmidin came to the Bikr Chaylu. Came and Shiro Yisam Hizchalifkoit. Once he saw them, he started crying. Rabbi Yochum and Zakai started crying. It's a famous Gemara. Amaloi Talmidov. Talmidov said, Ner Yisrael, the light of, of the Chachamim, Omud Hayamini, the right pillar, Patish Echazuk, the strong hammer, who can break up the Psukim and understand in so many different ways. Why are you crying? Omar Lahem, he said to them, if I was going to stand before a king of flesh and blood, that's where I was being brought. That the king is alive today, but the next day might not be alive. He's in the, in the grave. That if a king of flesh and blood gets angry at me, his anger is not going to be in anger forever. And if he puts me in jail, I'm not entrapped forever. And if he kills me in this world, my death is not forever because I have what? I have moment. I could also appease him with words and I could bribe him with money. That's a Malach boss of Adam. That's a, that's a king of flesh and blood. And nonetheless, I would still be crying if I have to go face such a king like this. Now that I'm bringing, because he's dying, 
Now they're being brought. In the front of their bunny That is everlasting, is always alive. because he gets angry at me. His anger is forever. Now it doesn't mean Hashem is angry at the person forever, as we'll see in the next few examples. What it means is, is that Hashem is everlasting, so his anger can be angry at me forever. And if he is, uh, puts me in, in chains, if you will. I, I could be trapped forever. If I, if I die and he kills me, I, I will be dead for, I could be dead forever. And I cannot appease him with words and bribe him to get to Eidom Abba. That's not going to work by Kodesh Baruch. So you ask me why I'm crying. That's why I'm crying. It's very, very understandable why I'm crying. I have two ways in front of me. One of Ganeidim, one of Ganeidim. And I don't know which way I'm going. You hear this? This is the great Rabbi Yechem Zaka. And Rabbi Yisai, it's Kedai to know the Gemara in, in, in Sukkah, like I said before, that Aleph. In the middle of Alma over there, a little towards the top, middle of Alma, that talks about the greatness that there was not one part of Torah that Rabbi Yechonah Zakai, who was the God Lador, did not leave uncovered. And he was scared. If he's not sure, oh, yo, yo, what's going to be? What's going to be? Okay? You know what? It's good to have a little fright. Okay? Sometimes a little bit more than a little bit. But it's good to have a little fright. Don't let it get to you depressed. Depression is the Yitzhah. But it's good to get a little kick in the pants sometimes. You know what I'm saying? Especially in this generation, everybody's like, you know the big word here in this generation is? Love. That's it. Everything's okay. Chill out. Chill out. Everything's fine. No worry. No problems. But, but what about the era? What about the era? So we have over here Gemara that says, wake up, Rabbi Isa. This is Rabbi Yechim and Zaka. And that's why he was crying. Says Gemara Vaitim. And I shouldn't cry. So they said, give us a bracha. They said, give us a bracha. See, this you could hear is timely that when the person, the Rebbe, is dying, so you say, before you die, give us a bracha. Right? That, then you could hear that fits. Look at the bracha he gives them. He wrote some very famous bracha now. He wrote The fear of Hashem, of heaven, should be upon you. Like the mayor boss of Adam. In other words, in other words, the same way a person is afraid of someone else, a human being, that's a fear you should have of Hashem. So it sounds, wait a minute, sounds a little funny to us, right? So they said, Amuloy Tamidov, Atan, that's it? We should only fear Hashem, the amount of fear we have for another fellow, our neighbor, or human being? That sounds a little lacking the proper fear we should have of Hashem. Amr Lahem, so Rechem says that, now once again, who is he talking about? Let's let's get the understanding here. Rabbi Yochanan Zakkai was a Talmud of who? Of Hillel Hazakin, the great Hillel, not base Hillel, Hillel. He was what's called the smallest, the Kotesh Shebetanim of the 80 Talmudim of Hillel. Who was the greatest? Yonis Benuziel. Where does it say all this? Sukkah Chavchesim Aleph, right? By the way, Rabbi Yisai, what daf are we on in Brachas now? Chavches. No coincidence. No, no coincidence. So, he's saying over here, how levai it should be that you have such fear of, of, of Hashem like you have a people. Teidu. 
Even he says to the great, he says the great Hanoim, says Teidu, what does a person do when he does an Avera? He's hoping that no one saw him. Tell me no one saw him. Let's just ask the question, what's the first thing a person does, which never fall, but we've all fallen in the past. What's the first thing a person does after he falls? He looks around to see who, who, who saw him. Right? Oh, no one saw me? I'm not, the pain is not as bad. Even though the person's ankle might have twisted. But no one saw me? Oh, I'm not as embarrassed. Right? That's the first thing people, people do. So Rabbi Yotam and Zakai, who understood how to relate to people, he says, you want to have, you want to know, you want the bracha? You should fear Hashem the way you fear, you fear Basav Adam. Obviously, if you could grab, grab the higher level dragons, even better. At the time when Rechem and Zakai was dying, he told them, take out the Kalim from the house, and they had Tumah because of the impurity, Tumah's oil, Vechinu Kisei, and prepare a chair, Lechizkiyo, Melech Yehuda Sheba, because Chizkiyo, the king of Yehuda, is coming to escort me to the next world. Now, someone told me, I didn't see it inside, but someone told me the Marsha says, why Dafke Chizkiyo? So Chizkiyo, Rehachim Zakeh was a descendant of Beis David. So, so why Dafke Chizkiyo? Why not David Melech? So the, the Marishah says, once again, my friend told me, told me that the, the Marishah says that Chizkiyo is coming to tell him, you're coming to be in the place of Gan Eden with me. That's why Dafka Chizkiyo Melch Yehuda came to greet him, to escort him into Elam Haba. Zat the Mishnah Vaita. The Mishnah says, Okay, so now this is the same Ram that we had on the previous Amud, that he lost the position of being the Nasi, and then he was given the position back. So, every single day, this, by the way, this Gemara will sound familiar to those of us who have learned the Tehillim Shir, Kapitel Chavtes, with us here at the first day of his Medrash. Okay, because we, we sent over this Gemara. So Rabbi Galil says, every day, eighteen brachas. Rabbi Yeshua, Rabbi Yeshua says, similar to Shmoyne Esri brachas. Okay. Rabbi Kiva, if the Shmoyne Esri is clear in your mouth, you're accustomed to say it, mispal Shmoyne Esri, if you love, mi'en Shmoyne Esri. And if not, you should dive in, similar to Shmoyne Esri. Okay. What does this mean? Rabbi Lazar Aimer, one who makes it Tfilosai Keva, set, ain't Tfilosai Tachnun. His Tfilosai is not going to be Tachnun. In other words, yes, we dive in Shachlis, is where if you dive in 7.30 or 7 o'clock or 6.35, that's set, that's true, the times it might be set. But your attitude, your mindset should not be as a set thing because then it can be viewed as a burden. Oh, I got to do my, my diving now. It's like a person has his mindset. I have to do my daf. That's not the mindset. You have to make it feel as tachnunim. I need to daven. I need to daven. I want to daven. That is a burden. Rabbi Yeshua Oimer, HaHoyilus B'Makim Sarkono, Mispal Tfilah Tzara, of Oimer. A person going in a dangerous place, so he downs a shorter Tfilah. Tfilah, shorter Shemun Esrei. What does he say? Tfilah Tzara. HaYisha HaShem Es Amcha Es Sheyus Yisrael. HaShem should save his nation, the, the leftovers, remnants of Yisrael. Bechol Parashos HaIber. Even for those who do Averis. Even for those who do Averis. 
You hear this? This is the tefillah, a person who's davening to Hashem. Ibur, Averus. Yeah, it sounds like pregnant, right? Pregnant. Yeah, it sounds like pregnant, yeah. yeah they, they say here that different shatim. But one shot they say here is even those, those afbishosh of Purushim Averus, even at the time when people are going to do Averus. You know, so maybe Ibur also like is sticking out, so they're, they're separating themselves and they're doing the wrong thing, perhaps. Yutzarcheyem, Lufanecho, you Hashem should, should have mercy upon them. Boruch Ata Hashem Shameyat Fila. A person who's riding a donkey, he should get off the donkey and daven. If you can't go down, you should turn your face to the direction of Yerushalayim and daven. And if you can't turn your face, you should turn, you should at least have in mind that you're diving towards Kodesh This is Allah You're always diving towards Yerushalayim. If you're in your shalai, you're diving towards Kodesh Kodesh. Okay, towards, right, the Kaisal. Towards the Kodesh Kodesh and Kaisal. What happens if you don't know? You're, your compass isn't working. You don't know where you are. You're in a building. You, don't, you, can't, you can't know east, west, north, south, anything. So in your mind, when you're down in Shemun Esra, you, whatever direction you face, you should be thinking you're facing Kodesh Kodesh. You have it. I would not suggest we are on the airplane to go off the plane. No, no. See, the understanding is by the donkey is different because you're focusing on on driving the donkey, directing the donkey. So you're not going to be focusing on the on the shmonesre. That's why it says if you can, yay rate. If you can, you should go down. You know, uh, there's a discussion. Listen, if a person's a driver. And he can't, and his manshki is coming. What's he supposed to do? I'm saying it's, it's not recommended. He should, should really try to pull over, right? In a safe place. If you say, safe, safe place. While you're driving a car, right? You know, you try to pull over to a safe place. Well, here, he's, he's the driver. He's the, he's the driver, right? If a person's, if a person's the passenger and he has to dive in the car, okay, you have to dive in the car. It happens sometimes. Person's on a boat, or he's on these like reeds of like of, 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 a, of a little raft. Once again, he should have his mind focused towards base kodesh This shmona esser that we said that daven eighteen brachos. Where does it come from? What's the source of this? These eighteen brachos connected me. What are they? Established connected what? We said there in Kapitel Chavtes, chapter twenty-nine. There are eighteen times it says Hashem's name. Those eighteen times, and of course the words of the Kapitel connect to the eighteen brachas. Okay, the eighteen brachas, as we learned in the Tilum Shit. Rav Yosef says, the Rosh Hashiva, right? Rav Yosef says that the, the 18 Askaras of Hashem's name correspond to what? The 18 times they have Hashem's name in, Shema, in Priyashma. Now, Rav Yosef corresponding to the 18 vertebrae in the spine of the person. When it's time to bow at the right places, 
you have to bow that all of the vertebrae are bent. Ula Amar says until an Isser, Isser is a coin, is seen opposite your heart. There are different ways of understanding this. One is that if when you bow, if there will be a coin in front of you of an Isser, that when you bow you'll be able to see the coin. That's one understanding. In other words, you didn't just like move your, you know, some people like just nod of the head, which we'll get to that in a minute. So that's not the bowing he's talking about. It's a bow that you're able to see the coin on the floor. Another one is that if you have a little fat of your of your skin, that you're able to put the coin and it can stay in between the fat of your of your body because the, this coin is able to be held in in the fat. Okay, that's called a bowing. When Chino says, once you tilt your head, you don't have to bow anymore. That's when it's difficult for the person to bow. The person can't physically bow, so for him it's sufficient, but he just tilts his head. But for a person, then, then, then it looks like he's bowing. But for a person who can bow, he should not just tilt the head. Where is his vital? These 18 brachas, says the Gemara, let's take out a calculator. Let's take out a calculator. There are 19 brachas, last we checked. Why are you saying 18 brachas? Some Rebbe Levi, Birchus The Yavnetiknu. Rebbe Levi says, we know Velamalshinim is the 19th bracha, which was established sometime later. It wasn't established originally during the time of the 18 brachas. So that's why it's not a kasha that we have 18 brachas of 18 askaras, and then you have a 19th bracha. But more than that, we're going to see there's a, even a source for the 19th bracha, which once again we actually saw during the Tilim Shev. Amr Abelevi, Keneged, that 19th bracha of, of, of what? Of Vilam Alshinim is learned out from Kel HaKovod Hirim. In other words, like this. You have 18 times Hashem's name of Yudke Vavke is in the capital in chapter 29 of Tehillim. But there's another mention of Hashem's name. In Shuiz Davlam and Heidim Aleph on the banner of the Omud, you'll notice there are seven names of Shiva Shemus of Hashem. Seven names of Hashem. One is Kel. Kel is a Shem Hashem. You have in this capital, Chavtes, you have Kel Hakovid Hirim. Kel is that 19th bracha, a reference to HaKadosh Baruch Hu as well, in Kapitol Chavtes. And it's not Yudkei Vavke. It's, it's a different, it's Kel. Kel also is Lashon of what? Of Chazak, of strength. So, HaKadosh Baruch Hu is coming against the Lama Shinim with strength. Din. Now, Rav Yosef, Kineged Echod Shema. Now, what happened? We said that 18 times it says Yudkei Vavke in Kriyashma. So, there's a source in the Shema Yisrael Shalom Echod, the one. There's one as opposed to Vilam Alshinin, right? The heretics. Because that, what, is, what was their attack? They're not believing in the Echad. Okay? What did he say? He said it corresponds to the 18 vertebrae. There's a small chulyo, the small bone in the Shidra. And some say that's the loose bone. Okay? Which it says at the bottom, I think, right? Okay. If you eat the lamaka, you feed it, fine. Torobon, Shimna Pakuli. He's the Shmanyase Brachas of Nebraham Leal Alaseda. Shimna Pakuli, he was the one who establishes 18 Brachas Shmanyase Biafne. Based on the Psukim that we just learned. 
Is there anybody who knows how to establish the bracha of Olam Al-Shinim? He got up and he established Olam Al-Shinim. The next year, he started davening. And he forgot it. He forgot Olam Al-Shinim. And he tried, it says here, for two, three hours. You have to know, it's literally two, three hours, but it says two, three hours. I know what you're thinking. Good thing you weren't diving there, right? Okay. For two, three hours, he's trying to get back. What's the next word? So someone asked me this morning, why didn't they help him out? So we're going to see, because if he helped him out, we're gonna, the Gemara wants to know, was he a psuk? And maybe that's why he wanted to finish it. So Amai Mohelu, so why didn't they take him down from Davin Shmonesri? I've Amarav Yehuda Amarav Tov Bechol Abrochis Kulon Ein Malon Oisay. The Berachas said Stukim Malon Oisay. Chayshin Shem Aminu, because the Gemara says if a person is not able to daven one of the eighteen brachas, we won't take him down. But if he's stuck, or but if he's by Malshinim and he hasn't daven Malshinim, we're going to take him down. Why? Maybe it's stupid. Maybe the reason why he doesn't want to daven it because he's a min, he's a heretic. Shiny Shmuel Akkotan, do you dig no? Sigmar says, no, 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 no. Don't worry about Shmuel Akkotan. Why? He established it. You're going to tell me he's a stupid? Gemara doesn't like that. Gemara says, oh, really? What, and what's wrong? Maybe he was a stupid. Maybe he became bad. A good person, Tava. Someone who's good does not go bad. Mara says, oh, really? Is that true? Vuloi? Someone who's good doesn't go bad. Ayavaksi, the Pasuk says, Uvashuv tzadik min tzidkosav also avel. The Pasuk says, in Yecheskel yucheskel dalid. And when the tzadik will stop, he sees his righteousness, v'asa avel, and do evil. So you see over here, the Pasuk says very clearly, that you can have a tzadik that does do bad. That does become ra. So the Gemara says, now who, that case, is talking about Rosh Mikoro. That's talking about a person who was a Rosha. Then he became a Tzaddik. Then he went back to being bad. He went back to his riches. But a person who was originally a Tzaddik to become a Rosha, the Gemara says, that never happens. That can't happen. So therefore, we're not concerned that Shimnapakuli was a man, was a heretic. The Gemara says, one second. Veloy. And you're telling me a person can't be a tzaddik from the beginning and then become a rasha? We're going to see, Rabbi Yisai, another connection to Hanukkah in our Gemara right now. I vatnan, your mesechta. What's that? Pirki avis, perik beis, mishnadalid, al tamim ba'atzmecho, ad yoimoyscho. Don't trust in yourself until the day of your death. Why? Shaharei yoichanan, Koyen Gadol, Rabbi Say, it's Hanukkah now, and there are those that learn, Matisyo ben who? Ben Yoichanan. This is the same Matisyo ben Yoichanan. Who, who was what? Who was Shimesh Bekunik Adol Shmonim Shona. For 80 years, he was a Koyen Gadol. 80 years, he was a Koyen Gadol. Ulva Saif, Nasat Stuki. And at the end, he became a Stuki. So you're telling me, you can't be a Tzaddik and go bad? Well, look at this. You have a case like this. Um, Rabbi Abayah says, no. Hu Yanai, hu Yoichanan. Yoichanan Gadol, Yoichanan Kain Gadol, that, that we're talking about over there, that's Yanai HaMelech, that killed the Chachmi Yisrael. 
And therefore, that's not someone who was a tzaddik me'ikaru. Rav Amar, no. Yanai l'chod, v'yoich l'chod. Rav says, these are two different people. Yanai, the king Yanai, was a Russian me'ikaru. He was a Russia beforehand. Yoichinov, Yoichinon, who was a kind Gadol, was a tzaddik me'ikaru. Was originally a tzaddik. So, Hanicha, that makes sense, Labai, that makes sense, according to Abai, that learned that Yoichin and Kain Gadol was Yanai the Melech. That was a Rosh of and then he stopped being a Rosh, then he became, for 80, 80, 80 years, he became Kain Gadol, and then he went back to being a Rosh. Like, like, like we said earlier. Elul Rava, but according to Rava, that her learned Yoichin and Kain Gadol was at Sadiq in the beginning. Gosh, we have a Kasha now. Because we're saying Yochan Kain Gadol was not Chaita originally, and nonetheless he became a Tzduki. On the Charava, Rabbi says, "Well, Rabbi will answer you." No, you could have a case that person was a Tzaddik, and then became a Rasha. So then, what's the question? The question is, if that's the case, so why were we concerned that Shimna Katan? That Shmuel HaKotan was, was a Tzuki. This that he paused in his, his, at some point in time, the words, he stopped. The truth is, the word Balashinim could be a Raminim, Alti Yisikva, but not getting into the text right now, that's a different time. So why didn't they take him down? And for the Gemara, Shani Shmuel HaKotan, the Aschil Bey, he started the bracha already. If, if you were concerned, if we were concerned that he was mamish a stuki, he would not have started the bracha. But Shanishmul according the Askelbe, he started Askelbe, he already started it. That's only a case where he didn't start the bracha of Omar Shinim. But if he started the bracha, then he's allowed to finish it. That's why we're not concerned that Shmuel Akaton was at Stuki and they let him finish it.